My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Hunter. I'm Josh. Cap, Star, Christian, and another Josh. Hello. All right, that's it, everyone. I'm just kidding. We have a we have a big group this week. Uh, so uh, two. Uh, so this week we have uh, two other wonderful people joining us that are part of the costume community. Um, Josh and Cap. Uh, they, they they do so much for the costume community. So please give them a warm welcome. Uh, shocking surprise! They're big fans of the Bad Batch, uh, and. We're here to break down episodes seven and eight uh, of the Bad Batch, and then we're also going to talk about some of the new footage that came out for Jedi Survivor. Uh, without further ado, let's dive into the episodes. Uh, Tolkien, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, one second, just opening our episode. Uh, Don't sound too excited. <clears throat> So what did you guys think of the first episode? Any of your first thoughts of what you would rate that first episode so far? Awesome. Uh, 10, 10. <laughs> 10. So you're liking 10. this mid-season 10. finale? Or are you, Nine, are you yes. It? 10 out of 10. Okay. okay. Yep. But we're back into the politics space of Star Wars. Which yes. Has, has uh, but we're in the also back into the clone space of Star Wars. So... <laughs> it's it's true. specifically am... clone politics. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> I got huge, like classic Clone Wars vibes from the um, from Episode Seven. I uh, I loved how we went back into the actual like in, in into the Senate building. We saw some senators that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, how did we feel about uh, going back into that vibe um, that we first had when when the Clone Wars TV show like you know actually began? Because it threw me off because I was like, wow, I, I, I feel like we're, you know, all the way back in 2008, 2009. Like, so, yeah, no, it was it was my feeling about it. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see old, very old characters. And yeah, also we saw some. I don't movies. know if we've seen her in the Clone Wars before, but the one senator from Rogue One. Yes. Yeah, this is your first there yeah. on her pod with <laughs> Bale and Senator Chuchi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool to kind of bring that tie in. I also I wonder where Mon Mothma's at. Me too. <laughs> I feel like she would be all up in this business if it's like knowing Mon Mothma, but she's not there. She's maybe dealing with her marriage. <laughs> like, <awkward>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, our first episode is going to be known as the Clone Conspiracy. Um, we open at a barn, Coruscant. Um, we have two clones talking with each other, and um, they basically are like, "Hey, we're gonna go." And uh, I'm uh, one of them is like, "I'm gonna give uh, Rampart an ultimatum. So either come clean, or we're gonna do it for you." And um, of course, that was the wrong thing to do. I was like, "Oh, you're you're so dead. You're not even getting a, getting a second with this guy." Um, and then we uh, cut to a little bit of a scene where they're talking, and uh, the one who's basically said, like, hey, we're going to get him, uh, 
gets uh, gunned down, just like it reminded me of uh, episode two in the way that opened as well with the Coruscant bar. So I thought that was pretty interesting. What do you, you guys think of that one? It's good. I think I thought of fives the whole time. I was yeah. just just went right to fives, which makes sense, you know, when we circle back around to the way these two episodes conclude. But yeah, I was just thinking fives. Yeah. There uh at, at first I thought I heard them uh say the clone name slick and not slip me too and then i was just like wait what (laughs) i'm ready to fight yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i at uh first i was like okay so because they're they're the empire now did they just like have them come out of like you know jail and they just threw them back into the empire or what but then i was like i mean slip i i don't mean to jump ahead but we do get some more of that like clone versus clone type stuff in this with the assassin mm-hmm. guy yeah and i thought that was a really interesting thing to throw in like at first you don't know who he is You're like is this crosshair is this oh i thought i knew guy? who he was <laughs> i thought it was Seb. <laughs> i was hoping yeah. uh, political i saw new helmet that wasn't crosshair i was like that's 100 <laughs> percent yeah that's right that something <laughs> we were hoping wrongly but well maybe yeah um continuing on with the episode we have a uh senator meeting so um basically they're explaining how uh camino was destroyed it was a tragedy so obviously no one knows the the real truth on that one um and how uh rampart's new proposal for um military force throughout the galaxy Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So uh, what, did, what did you think of the little debate here of them? Also, yes, uh, the character from Rogue One showing up there was fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I was surprised that no one immediately questioned Rampart because he just seems like a seedy dude, but also the same reasons that Bale brings up later, like Camino's built to withstand storms. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah, it got blown over and some waves. Oh, what a shame. Apparently they can't swim. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, like, it it plays into the whole... I don't want to say corruption, but the way <clears throat> that it seems like all of the senders sort of got out of touch by the end of the Clone Wars, and then we see a little bit of that in the content that we've got in that era between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope as well but there's like this disconnect there where they're kind of just off in their own world. Like, Oh yeah, whatever stuff's happening in the galaxy, but we're doing great. And very few senators seem to actually have a grasp on things. Well, I mean, it's not even that by the end of the clone wars. Cause I think it's, it's in clone wars where Orn Frita, uh, for the Twi'leks, he's accused by champs and doula of like, and when was the last time you came back? to visit Ryloth. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't seen you in years. Yeah. 
I did not like that guy. I really did not like Juan no. Frita. No, not at all. <laughs> Something that's always I've always wondered has how it it's easier to control uh, like volunteers than it is to control clones. And I'm wondering if we're ever going to get like a full explanation to that. I, I don't know if it's literally just money and security of that being the overall reason of why like no one really is like, I may be a bad guy. Like in comparison to what is happening right now with clones, I'm kind of like, I, you rarely ever saw that with uh, um, people who actually volunteered. So I'm kind of like, Right. I think part of it's that, you know, when you get volunteers, like they want to be a part of it and they believe in that cause. And the reason that Palpatine and Rampart and everyone else wants to phase out the clones or decommission them, which is what they kept saying, which I was like, no, that just sounds inhumane and terrible. But the reason they want to phase them out is because they know that the clones didn't sign up for what they're doing. Not that they signed up for things to begin with, but like, mm -hmm they didn't sign up for this big change, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think also, and well, I think it also has to do with the fact that, like the clones just like did a coup. They just killed yeah. all of their Jedi commanders. Like on the flip of a dime, if somebody has that button, they can just be like, Hey, kill everyone. And that's a lot of power to give your army. So I can see where, you know, Hey, we used them as kind of this one shot. Let's take out the Jedi. Uh, you kind of don't, that's a huge security risk. Like maybe you kind of want them out of there. You can control people with money, but that's kind of a scary thing to have. Um, if you could just pay people. I mean, I, I just think it's because the emperor was on a, he, he was on a budget cut. So he's like, all right. Okay. Clones, no more death star all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I I also thought it was great that the clones were also very, they were very vocal and, um, uh, and they were like, yeah, this is, this is what we were born to do. And then yeah, there were to meet them at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole, whole conversation about like, Hey, look, we're, we're going to get you a pension and don't worry about it. You can retire. And they're like, dude, I was literally made to fight. Like, What's the point? I can go fight all those like little insurgencies that you guys keep having pop up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that I, I, go ahead, Christian. It, it's it's the retirement was never an, an a, like a factor in this equation for us. We never expected to do this until we died or just to die. <laughs> I that whole conversation was super interesting to me because it was really like at first it there was kind of a contrast between the beginning of that conversation and the end of the conversation. Like they start out and especially that one guy in the end of the bar was talking about all he wants to do is fight. I'll go take out those insurgents, like whatever. And then the other clones, like you can almost see a conversation. I forget what Chuchi says, but she says something. And then like a switch almost flips and they have this realization and it goes, it, I mean, it's almost a parallel to like, how clones are portrayed in the saga as a whole. Like they start out just kind of this faceless bread to fight army or whatever. And then by the end of that conversation, just like by the end of the clone wars, you see them as like legit people that like have feelings and obviously need rights and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and that's where I loved this whole piece, you know, that you got the Senate and then you got the discussion at the Clone Bar because it really ties in a bunch of stuff from Clone Wars, you know, the show that like really wasn't addressed in the show itself where you're going, wow, we came to love all these characters like they're people. Uh, they do deserve being treated like humans. Mm -hmm. And then I love that they've pulled this back in with Bad Batch because yeah. it seems like taking it to the next logical step. Um, and they really deserved this kind of discussion. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same kind of thing that they touched on a ton in the Republic Commando books. Yes. And yes. so yeah. happy to see more of that. Like, even if we didn't so actually get to see Sev. <laughs> I'm still going to hope. I've, Me too. I've mentioned Sev every episode on here for like the last four weeks. So like I'm, yeah, uh -huh. I'm going to keep talking about it. Yep, me too. I mean, you've got eight episodes left, so. Yeah, and <laughs> I feel like we have a good chance at the end because there's, I think the last episode's called like Summit or something. Yeah. And we can only assume that's about Mount Tantis or Mount Tant, like whatever the, I forget what the yeah. name was. But that's yeah. where we saw the RCs at the beginning or at the yes. end of season mm -hmm. one. Yep. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would like an Avengers episode where it's just clones from 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 from, from, from like the past Clone Wars episodes, yes. and 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 they all show up, and then and then uh, Captain Rex is up front, and 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 then we haven't seen Cody for the rest of the season until the last episode, and then Grant Cody walks up, and he's like, "All oh, right, let's do this." They all oh. just charge this. Oh, totally. Well, and yeah. like I've been saying this since season one, but like my fan theory. Okay, Star, stop it. Uh, my fan theory is like, <laughs> let's have a giant clone rebellion, right? Let's get all of the clones all together. I'm sure you've said this on the podcast before, but like, let's get them all together. Mm -hmm. Let's have giant battles. Like, that'd be sweet. You know, have the clones fighting for something they care about, you know? Yeah. Be great. Having them fight for themselves for yeah. a change would be a complete mm -hmm. difference from everything else we've yeah. got. Mm -hmm. Yes, 100%. I was also surprised that we didn't get Commander Cody at all. Like, yeah. at, at all. That threw Fort me Crosshair. off. Yeah. Yeah. Arrows up the hands. Yeah. <laughs> they're allergic to crosshair. They're like, yeah. It's been weird. Crosshair is the truffle oil of this whole thing. You can't use too much because <laughs> otherwise it just overpowers the rest of the season. <laughs> they also haven't had any real yeah, I was gonna say they have had they've had no interaction with Crosshair this entire season so far. And we're eight episodes in. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of wild. Yeah. I keep it. The they're oh, yeah. they're avoiding my snipers, but it's okay. <laughs> Keep remembering that uh, veteran clone in Kenobi when he's just out like begging for yeah. change on the streets, yeah. especially with Senator Chuchi and all the plans she's laying out. I'm, I'm like, that's great and all, but I've seen oh, we know how like is this an outlier or is this like the destination for all of them? And we're yeah. just seeing yeah. like all the actions trying to prevent it, but it's almost I mean, who knows? Out. Maybe that clone was super successful and he was just having a bad day, and then he was like, Maybe. "Hey, I'm just gonna, you know, just hang out here." He still did have his blue one Kenobi. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, the uh, um, uh, it's it's crazy to see that the like that we already know the main outcome for the clones. Um, uh, like, hopefully we don't see them, you know, get executed or anything like that. But I think the main outcome for the clones will be that they are just they're all getting fired. Like that's essentially what's going to happen. And they're going to have to, you know, find and do something for themselves. And we know that some clones were, um, uh, including captain Rex. I think I did say they reached out to captain Rex and rebel saying, Hey, if you want, 
you know, you can work for the empire. And, um, uh, and then he was like, no, I'm good. I don't want to do that at all, which I don't blame him because the empire, you know, is the empire. But, uh, but yeah, so it was really interesting to see all of that play out in these two episodes and, uh, and, and with the Senate and everything, it was very, very intriguing and a lot of politics didn't think it was going to be that much politics, but you know, it was like, all right, well, cool. I think it's, it's important that, as much as we all love the the gun battles and like you know swinging of lightsabers in Star Wars, the big thing is the the Emperor gets his power by being a political genius because he orchestrates this whole thing and j- just to get himself on top and then manages to keep his political sway to stay in his supreme Chancellor seat for ten years past his you know end of term officially. And then still manages to swing being bumped up to Emperor and having everyone stand up and applaud it at the end of Revenge of the Sith. The man, the man knows what he's doing. It's all through politics. Yeah. Yep. That, and that's definitely on full display, especially at the end of the second episode today. Yeah. You're yeah. just like... Which we'll get you, to. You, yeah, you, <laughs> <slimy> pizza. <laughs> Anthapudu. There you go. There you go. It's, it's pretty interesting to me that uh, the main bulk of this episode is uh, Chuchi's basic well, like investigation and hearing all sides of what really happened on Camino. And it's, I, I do find it interesting that we do end up having it as Chuchi, as I feel like she's uh, probably the senator character that we see the most in all of uh, Clone Wars uh, of a re- recurring character. Um, so that's mainly the big bulk of this episode is her trying to full on discover the, uh, well, the conspiracy basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so what, what do you think about her being the main focus of this episode in, uh, truly f- trying to find what's going on with, uh, what happened on Camino? I wish we saw her dad come back because her dad is like George Lucas. So I would have been really happy, but not her dad, <laughs> not her dad. Oh wait, no, no. That's oh, the no. chairman. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. She's I'm sorry, not her dad. Yes, her dad's yeah. very South African. Trust me. Yeah. I, you know. I liked it. It made me miss Padme. I think yeah. watching her yeah. do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like obviously we can't have Padme, but like I was like, oh man, this well, this feels like a good old Padme episode. I, I think Clone that was War. kind of the the point they were trying to make is yeah. that yeah. someone had to step into Padme's void, and yeah. we know that Rio was a friend of Padme mm-hmm. to a decent extent. Yeah, it was very nostalgic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tragic. <laughs> Sadness. Um, so uh I think one of the major points is us trying to figure out who this uh assassin really is. Um because I, I don't know like how many people really thought it was crosshair for a long time during this episode. Did you do you think it was? No, it's not for like, a second. Okay, because no. I was <laughs> like <laughs> As soon as we saw any bits of his look, I knew it wasn't Crosshair. Like mm-hmm. you, at first, when you were just looking through the scope reticle, like that's, I was like, oh, is Crosshair out there just murking his brothers? That's really dark. That's very dark, Dave. <laughs> but then we have another clone murking his brothers. So, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it's interesting to me that we're getting to this point where it's kind of like, are they going to keep clone some clones on to be like special operative uh type forces because i'm wondering if they feel like clones are that disposable where you can just be like all right you go do your thing like because it's interesting to me i i I, like as in 
because he ends up at the end of the episode or uh murking himself so i was like hmm i wonder how yeah. many of these they're gonna have floating I, out there through the galaxy. i've already seen other people theorizing that this is like a proto death trooper type program because they talked about wiping his id number mm. and like they and like he doesn't even take the full helmet off like it almost looks like he's a cyborg or something which that's like what death troopers are so it like that makes sense and it also makes me really sad <laughs> i the, the next seal portion of that helmet was like darth vader basket. yeah yeah because it sealed up right here yeah I'm wondering cool if they're like hinting at what happened to Crosshair in episode one um, with this clone, because in episode one of season one, they have them enhance the chip, but you don't really know what that means. Um, and we also see like him have a whole like mood change and a bunch of weird stuff happen. And it makes me wonder if they're actually trying to hint at what they're going to reveal about Crosshair, that there's this proto death trooper program or something where they actually enhance the chips, they wipe the numbers, they do something that ends up altering them to be more, more likely to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, um, I really, I was thrown off by that. I didn't think it was a clone at first, um, but then I started to see them actually move more, and I was like, okay, it's a clone, but who's it going to oh. be? Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, I was wondering if it was a commando, you know, because oh, they yeah. brought up commandos at the very end of season one. And then, you know, they've kind of I mean, they've I feel like they've dropped a few commando hints, even having like Gregor in there. So I'm like, maybe this is the yeah. new role of commandos. I don't know. Yeah, I was also expecting um, to see at least some of the clone commandos like yeah. uh, and we haven't seen any shots from the trailer yet where i think we saw scorch and in, in, in the trailer and yep. we haven't seen yep. scorch at all right um and i'm still baffled that we haven't seen cody um mm-hmm. like since then so i'm really curious of of where he is or or if he's working with rex already or he's on the run somewhere else i would feel mm-hmm. like he would reach out to rex I mean, like yeah. it would just makes sense to me yeah yeah i i was talking about this earlier with josh actually about like we've seen everything and yep. is it was it both of the trailers josh so i checked both trailers the trailer they released two and a half three months ago we've seen absolutely everything from mm-hmm. the yes. trailer that was released eight months ago along with celebration but wasn't the celebration trailer we've seen everything but a shot with of omega with a child another child that we don't know who it is mm-hmm. yep um a shot mm-hmm. at some sort of spaceport where it includes i believe it was nine all white commando units and then the shot with scorch and commandos flanking both sides uh oh and scorch was in the other one like sitting on top of a cruiser or something but yeah so we've seen almost all those shots except for those three mm-hmm. um i do think I, we're gonna be seeing a lot more commandos with the tks because the tk program wasn't actually public knowledge i'm guessing that's where all the funds were diverted before they destroyed mm-hmm. camino so palpatine was planning to actually have that bill passed by training them with commandos months in advance and then now we're just seeing he's like oh yeah we just happen to have these tks out and about that we've been training for ages because you passed the bill no yeah yeah i uh i think there was one other shot that i haven't seen yet but there there was a different shot of the um of the emperor um from the trailer 
there's so there's the shot in the episode of where he rises out of it, but there's another shot in the trailer of where we see him and Masamita in a different setting. It's it's more darker in the room where they're at when they rise. So I think we're gonna see the Emperor again. Oh, that's right. There's also a shot of Lardies versus V-Wings in an aerial extraction. So it's a bunch of Lardies going uh-huh. up and V-Wings firing down. So I'm wondering if that's going to be a mass like clone exodus yes. that we're going to yeah, see. Yeah, back to what Cap was saying. Yeah. Yes, I would please. love to see that. I know. I'm so here for it. For fives! Yes! <laughs> all of them. I mean fives in all of them! <laughs> Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, th- th- that could be like the um the the re- turn of the king moment of of, yes. of where like Rex like turns like turns towards the camera and he's like for fro- for fives and then all of a sudden for Frodo. Oh man, it'd be funny. But yeah. Ugh. Um, I mean, basically, that's the the main uh points of this episode was uh having the whole meeting and um seeing rexian was cool um i loved his entrance like, wait hold was... on you're just gonna glaze over rex <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, now. <laughs> yeah that's not we don't skip over that that's why i said it softly <laughs> so then rex you guys go nuts and <laughs> go nuts for, for rex go <laughs> uh yeah that was epic he's just like yeah i'm gonna walk in and save the day <laughs> well, uh, well, well. Not only that. To me, he he walked up and and it was just like he's he was just like I have no idea what's going on. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea what's going on. Someone's shooting at this woman. I don't like that. So I'm gonna stun <laughs> right, him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I just loved his entrance. Be be because he just thought he was just walking into like a normal situation. He's like, oh wait, hang on. Here's a cool hero moment. I'll walk in. I'll take off my, you know, robe because, mm-hmm. you know, that's a very normal thing in Star Wars where they took off the hood. So he walks in, you know, it, it, it takes out the clone and takes off his hood. And he's like, hey, what's up? Also, notice how uh, he gets the sniper with three stun blasts almost yeah. immediately, whereas both Pantoran uh-huh. guards just scrub every shot they have. He's just yeah. that good. He's just that good. <laughs> no. Can I ask for the three people that wear Rex? How do you feel about him not being in armor? I that was the first thing I noticed. I was yes. like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, okay, I get it if it's an extraction and you're like yeah. there to like help a buddy. But then he goes in like later with the bad batch, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about. No armor. Like there's shots going everywhere, and he's yeah. just like, I'm fine. And it's a single like... DC 17. Yeah. 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 Like, it, like it made like it makes sense. In a way, for him to like sneak in because yeah. his arm, especially now, him having painted up super dirty armor with a bunch of accessories, he really stands out. But I do agree, like when they were breaking into the Star Destroyer, like why not put on your your battle gear? Like, like I guess, piece. like I'm fine with it. It makes Maybe sense, but it. I miss it because I love that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Christian, you brought up a good point that that sniper took three stun blasts going down. I could very much be wrong, but I think the only other clone units we've seen take multiple stun blasts before going down are Gregor and Scorch. Those are both commando units. See, it's a commando. Yep. So, 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's because I, I one of the things I was looking at the entire episode was also just like looking at all the costumes mm. because that's where my head immediately defaults to <laughs> on my second watch through. Watch once for the plot and emotions. Watch a second time for, you know, details and costume yep. stuff. One, I loved all the soft parts we saw in all the clones. Yeah, those those out of armor yeah. suits. Those look yeah. comfy. Those look shockingly comfy. <laughs> Well, don't get ahead of yourself. No, no, they're no, probably no. excessively <laughs> <Yeah>. hot. <laughs> probably, but they're for space, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but then also, because I think it's at the end of this episode, we see the first shot of Rex's new jacket. Mm-hmm. And that's a cool-looking yeah. jacket. It looks cool. I think it's pretty cool. It's double-breasted. It's got the side collar. It's got pockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want one. Yeah, I like his incognito design. I mean, as soon yeah. as people would see that armor, though, they'd probably be like, I know you. So I'm. Mean, <laughs> Wait a minute. Aren't you dead? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I feel like that's part of the reason they probably made the stylistic decision to have him not have armor. Because, like, when he yeah. first shows up in, you know, season one, it's like, you're wearing a cape. You have all your clone armor underneath. Like, who is that? It's Captain Rex. Hmm. Yeah, so, like, are you yeah, the I only like, blonde clone yeah. in the entire Grand Army of the yeah, Republic? <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, the thing that I didn't get is like, why not just disguise yourself as a clone, dude? I know. Yeah. Like, not I, gonna... honestly, like, I almost expected that for them to get out of the Star Destroyer after they got cornered. Yeah, but. Like, like they, they figured it episode. out. Next episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're just excited, uh, Christian. I'm Thank aware, you, Christian, but for, it, with, with our boy with, is back. With Colin being gone, I'm just gonna make sure everyone stays on the level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not gonna leave the, uh, I'm not gonna leave host Josh alone in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, with uh, our episode coming to a conclusion for uh, this, our, our first episode, is there any final thoughts that you you guys all have on um, that first episode? And how you yes, Star, go. Yes. Lay Last down. thing I'll say about Crosshair, because I'll keep bringing him up, but the <laughs> other reason <laughs> that I knew it wasn't Crosshair is that that sniper, no offense, he sucked. He missed yeah. so many times. Like, like, I'm just watching him like chase Choochie around, and I'm just like, it's not Crosshair. Yeah. Well, it, it it might have been the helmet. Like it's just like it's just like with the stormtroopers. <laughs> there you go. Never know. Yeah. yeah. Turns out they got new designers for all the armor <laughs> after the Republic fell, and they just suck. And the designers well, just didn't have eyes, so they yep. didn't. Well, I think in Star Wars Rebels, uh, I think Rex actually proved that theory because of Rex was wearing the helmet, mm-hmm. he, he was mm-hmm. missing, and then Kanan called him out, and then Rex takes off the helmet throws it at a stormtrooper and then yeah. he just starts blasting like perfectly and yep. that really just yep. proves like that you yep. cannot see out of that thing i mean talking from experience yeah really i was just gonna see. say colin both yeah. you and i can say with yeah. confidence the helmets are the issue yes <laughs> helmets are definitely the issue you also cannot sit in the armor for the life of you you can mm-hmm. like lay flat 
But like other than that, you really can't do like anything. Speak for yourself. I can sit in my commando. Oh, okay. Well, I can sit in wrecker. Yeah, okay. that, Josh, that's because you're a clone. Really? Clones. Yeah. Clones are better Clones. than TKs. Clones. We're talking about TKs. We can't feel our oh, thighs okay. after oh, we're done trooping. I think man. that's a like, you guys trimming issue because <laughs> Odd Viking and Mike Garrison, he can sit in his TK and so oh, okay. can Artisher. I used mm. to be able to. You used to be Yeah. And since I built that armor, I have gained. Probably fifty or sixty pounds. Period. Well, so I don't think the armor was ever for, for the TK armor. I, I don't think it was ever meant for people to sit down. I've mm-hmm. I've I've seen people definitely lift, put it on, stand, up. and then die. <laughs> no, that's exactly that's exactly what trooping is. No, I'm just kidding. they didn't care about that at all in the OT. Liz Moore yeah. and Brian Muir, like. They just went off to Ralph Macquarie sketches and they needed something to stand in and look like a sci-fi trooper in the background. They weren't concerned about that for a low budget throwaway sci-fi film that totally didn't last for more than a year. Oh yeah. (laughs) They were so concerned about (laughs) (laughs) to this day. Uh, We're still having fights about it. (laughs) You have no idea. (laughs) So any, any final thoughts on the episode, Colin? Uh, I, I was, I think my biggest thing was like, which I've already talked about was that Commander Cody had no involvement. Um, I'm surprised we haven't seen Gregor or anything, but I honestly, like, I, I think we're waiting for that, that, uh, that Avengers moment where like all the clones will end up like forming a rebellion at the end and, and storming the castle per se. I'm just going to yeah. pass away yeah. at that point. <laughs> Like, uh, I just think like that is like, I mean, that moment right there will, will just blow everyone away. I, I, I would love to see Wolf, Commander Cody, like just all of them just, just team up and being like, we don't want your pension. We want war. And then they just, you know, (laughs) just something on the lines of that. But yeah. Oh, man. It's yeah. interesting to me how that episode didn't have the Bad Batch in it and still was able to be a, a good episode mm-hmm. and still focused on what is going around the Bad Batch. And it, it it's always scares me when we have an episode that doesn't include like the main title characters. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm 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 interested. I I mean in comparison to what we had with Boba Fett, like I'm like Hey, the uh, I was worried there for a second, but we're we're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm still waiting for the episode where just Max Rebo shows up and he just you know is just walking around, oh, saves really? the day through his music. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so continuing <laughs> on, we have our our second episode. Um, and our second episode is Truth and Consequences. This Ooh. this like definitely did feel like a like a full-on two-parter um that's what i was really happy with i was very scared that they kind of would have done that like anthology like oh we have uh one one like mission here and then one mission there i'm glad that we uh continue our um our investigation um so we have the uh episode open on the uh bad batch basically in their ship um we also get a uh, fun little shot of omega (laughs) meditating um thought that was funny i was like that that was interesting 
like I don't I know that I've mentioned it on here before. I really don't want Omega to be force sensitive. Like I like her being a clone and I like that being her story. Mm -hmm. And I think most of us here agree about that. And I don't know if they were doing that as just kind of like a a fun thing for Omega. Like she's (laughs) experiencing new things and she's really like, that's her thing is picking up new skills and learning. And if she's like, they're just showing her. I don't know why they keep teasing it. It's like, (laughs) like, like, that's, that's one thing that I think was actually really direct Mm -hmm. that like, if they are heading that direction, which again, I hope they don't, but if they are heading that direction, this, I feel like is the first, like, really hitting the head on the nail, direct teasing. Like in the episode, well, the last episode too with um, Gunji and she like says, I have a, like a bad feeling about this place. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily pointing to her actually being force sensitive. Like Echo no. says the same thing. He's like, yeah, I don't like it either. And that's just like a normal thing that people say. But I if mean, you read into it, the it was, yeah, right. says <laughs> Yeah. Like you can read into it and be like, oh, she's like feeling something. But I don't think that was it last episode. And because there hasn't been anything of, like that actually seems concrete up until now, I feel like this is her actually just being like, oh, Gunji did it. Let's see if I can do it. Well, <laughs> yeah. and in that scene, I think, I don't remember who it is. I think she says like, oh, this is way harder than what, like when Gunji was doing it. And so it, they do yeah. kind of like make it a point to be like, okay, Omega can't do this. The yeah. way that Gunji can, so they they could be emphasizing that she's not force sensitive yeah. there, but I, I think yeah, who knows? Because that's line, what you it's yeah. because that's what they want you to think. Sure. Like I, <laughs> the, the, the whole line was, I think it's Echo uh, walks in and he asks her, "Are you meditating?" And she's like, "Yeah, Gunji showed me how to do it, but it's not doing anything for me." I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, like, well, yeah, because you're, you're not, not a Jedi, Jedi. okay, right. buddy. <laughs> You're that, one of me. <laughs> so heavy-handed. I mean, we got Chekhov's echo when he was like, "It was where I was needed." After she was like, "Why did you join the batch?" She's like, "It's what it was where I was needed." And then, mm-hmm. lo and behold, what happened at the end of the episode? Like, it was pretty heavy-handed stuff. Yeah. As I felt so. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed his whole like, "Hey, I, I definitely don't like being alone." All right, <laughs> I've been um, alone before. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so continuing on with the episode, we get Rex, uh, basically telling the Bad Batch, like, hey, I'm gonna need your help. And they're like, oh, okay, no, yeah, no problem. And then mm-hmm. he's like, on Coruscant, they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So it, I will say all of them were like, oh, except Echo was like, hell yeah, we'll be right there. And I mean, that obviously leads into the conclusion of this episode, but it was just kind of interesting that I noticed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I it, I like how uh, they, they're always put at risk wherever they go. And it's interesting to me that they want to, like, like Coruscant is just such a, a hub right now of uh, Empire control. So I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. interesting this that is they're going there. Arguably the most risky place mm-hmm. that they could go. And I think it says something that they do go to the riskiest place possible for their clone brothers. Yeah. Well, and I mean, sure, because, you know, at the end of the day, Rex came and saved all of them. He took all Mm -hmm. their chips out. You know, they they owe him at least one, if not Mm -hmm. multiple. Yeah. Yeah. We saw a similar situation with Echo pushing the bat to save a clone with Gregor. I mean, when they first went to Daro, they're like, we're going to let's go back to the Marauder. Let's tell Rex we went here, but there's too much. And Echo was one that convinced him, 
we're, we still got to go and we still have to save yeah. him and brought up uh, Skakko Minor. The same, mm -hmm. same thing. Mm -hmm. It's a very mirrored situation there. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, continuing on with the episode, they end up meeting, they meet Chuchi, and um, they end up uh, seeing how the clone, uh, being told, like, hey, the clone's uh, whole number is completely wiped. So, and Tech's like, I've never seen that one before. That's interesting. So, yeah, that's I was you know like, bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it's bad if he doesn't know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what did you guys think of... Uh, like more information on this mysterious clone. It tells me there's more. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they wiped the scanner thing that's right here that like shows all their data mm -hmm. info. It's either wiped the numbers like connection in their data banks or if they like took whatever the hell that was that actually gave that info. Yeah, get the yeah. in galaxy error four oh four clone not found. <laughs> i've got a feeling that someone's working on the armor too like, like right now like just someone out there is just making sketches hunter i'm, I'm, I'm no, looking at you so. nah <laughs> already got two texts <laughs> yeah no that one's not for me maybe no. rex's new jacket though oh okay <laughs> yeah for uh bounding mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, the uh, ten droids and the and the five hundred pieces of armor that you're uh -huh. working on right now is just yeah. you know it's never up. it's never enough, Colin. You know this by now. It's, it's never only enough. ten. That <laughs> <laughs> was more. Um. So continuing on with the episode, they basically go to um, Senate rooms. Um, we have uh, Chuchi and um, Omega's little chat together, and she's always being uh, as curious as she possibly is. I, um, I, I did like when Rampart walks by, and she's like, you oh, surprised yeah. to see me? Hmm? He doesn't <laughs> react. No. And, all. like, I don't know if he actually noticed. Like, yeah. it, he didn't. Like, I feel like he, there would have they would have shown some moment of awkward, yeah. prolonged eye contact or something if yeah rampart noticed it was kind of odd i mean honestly because yeah. like i feel like they they were in the same scenes i think in the first season and it's yeah. like i think you would recognize her i mean and she looks so fat you know right. i, I well, wonder yeah she's obviously a person of interest yeah oh yeah so, I, I i guarantee you it was the poncho that she was wearing completely <laughs> threw him totally off it's like oh, yeah. and no lack of the that yes yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was like, he doesn't know. Okay. Yeah. And it's the Clark Kent effect, guys. You don't yeah. recognize them if they're wearing sunglasses. Oh, they if you're wearing glasses, yeah. have their hair done a different way. Okay. Right. It is just like C3PO walking on. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think you, you I know, have a red arm. saw my new red arm. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's I, yeah. just a, like a, a kind of throwaway thing where it's like he's never actually cared about the clones. It's yeah. like it's never, he's yeah. like never paid attention. Yeah, it's only when you're going deep into that one. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. I just did a Wikipedia search on Omega's page, and Admiral is only for Wilhuff and Tarkin, and then Rampart is never mentioned. So I don't know if she's oh. even met the guy. Yeah, maybe they haven't actually met. Yeah. Maybe oh. she's so short she's never in frame with him. There it is. <laughs> the one thing, though, with that is, like, if they have bounty hunters around the galaxy looking for her, you'd think that her picture's out there somewhere. Yeah, well, yeah, that's Camino, right? That's Camino, yeah. not the Empire. But, but I mean, also to the public, hunters. they're all dead, yeah. though. Yeah, sure. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To the yeah. to the public, to, to the public, the uh, the entire group of Clone Force ninety nine is dead, yeah. and I thought that included 
Omega because she was always seen with them. So yeah, I guess that's I, I, something I I'd have to go back and look at now mm-hmm. that that Josh mentioned. Maybe they haven't met, and maybe Nala say has just kept it under wraps well enough that no one actually knows. Mm-hmm. But I it's feel like if anyone knows, the Empire is going to know. Well, yeah, because I mean, a bunch of bounty hunters know. Yeah. But we have the whole scene in that first episode where he's like, uh, it's definitely not the Bad Batch. It's definitely not them. Because they're dead. <laughs> they're definitely dead. So I'm, I'm wondering. He knows. Yeah, I'm, it's interesting. I'm kind I of wonder like. I if it's an Andor thing. It's like, are they listening to what the bounty hunters are? Are they listening to like what bounties are being putting out? Do they actually care about sure. that? Yeah. Yeah. Like how important is that on the scale of because Rampart's entire focus was literally just putting in this conscript conscription bill to be able to get TKs. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, passing further through the episode, we've had uh, Chuchi and Omega basically having their little discussions back and forth. Um, we get to a senator meeting with uh, Kaminoan, so I thought that was pretty funny to see. I'm like. Where are you you like coming from right now? <laughs> like what do you what do you guys do on other sides of the planet? Or what do you do from your home world? Like it's like I was surprised to see her because at first in my mind I I, I remember her getting poisoned or shot or something, and then I, w- I was like, wait, no, it was the other it was the it was other Rodian. Yeah. So I was like, oh okay. So we just haven't seen her like since like season four, season three of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's it's a, a throwaway line later in the episode, but she's described as being a disgraced senator, uh huh, and like Im- like implied removed from office before the destruction of Tepoca City. Mm-hmm. Which there was a whole bunch of shady stuff that went down in that episode arc with trying to because it was kidnapping baron papanoida's daughters yes. right or one of the daughters mm-hmm. and like yeah, she maybe. was part of that so i mean that makes yeah. sense mm-hmm. that she'd be dis- disgraced because of that i also appreciated that like they clearly showed that she's a terrible person um which we knew from we already knew that from clone wars but i like how you know you have to do the politics of working with like terrible people like i liked yeah. i loved her line of like i just don't care about the rest of the kaminoans like it was just like oh it's like that's right. She's horrible. It's the, <laughs> like, I got mine. To us. <laughs> yep. And to be fair, also, Kaminoans kind of don't care about their own kind. I mean, they were evacuating to Poka City, and Lamas yeah. was like, get who's necessary. Yeah. yeah. Get the important yep. people. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, terrible. They, yeah. <laughs> they don't really care about their own kind unless they have like scientific advancement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely an interesting point to me where I'm kind of like, it, it's funny how Omega's just like so blindly innocent to the politics game and everyone around her is like, it doesn't work that easy, buddy. You can't just be like, they're bad. Like, and yeah. I feel like that's more of them just being like, hey, from the, like the last uh, like episode six or for the tribe episode where they're like, hey, you know, uh, I just wish they could be kids without a war. And I'm like... Hey. And this, I don't know if it was intentional, but this episode in a way almost highlighted that to me because when she's in the Senate building with Senator Chuchi, she like isn't shy about anything. And even when they're talking to the Kaminoan senator, she's just like, yeah, I'm a clone. Is like saying all this stuff. And she's like a big secret. 
Yeah. Yeah, and you can and, see that on the senator's face too. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't really tell by her reaction if she knew and was surprised that she was saying that or if she didn't know. But it like still it's Omega's I don't know if she really like she doesn't understand her place in everything yet. And this episode highlighted that to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, continuing on with the episode, we uh, cut back to the Bad Batch and uh, Rex basically breaking in uh, for the disc. Um, so what, do you, what did you think about their conversation back and forth of Rex being like, we have brothers waking up every single day. So I feel like this is definitely getting more into the that one meat episode that we think is yes. coming. Yes, so. give me my rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested to see where that ends up going. I mean, uh, do you guys have any predictions of where that episode will go or what do you think is going to happen or be the major inciting incident as of yet? To, uh, I feel like it, it has rebellion? to be surrounding Crosshair or Cody. Yep, absolutely. Like Those so. are the two clones that we really know and those are the ones that they're going to use as the plot device to propel that like if you want to call it clone rebellion or just some sort of big event with an mm-hmm. evacuation or something of a bunch of clones yeah. that's like one of them is going to be the instigator to propel that forward mm-hmm. and i think there's a good chance that it's at the end because it sounds like they're going back to mount tantus mm-hmm. and that's like when we're going to see the rcs too and stuff mm-hmm. yeah well i think, well, I think they're oh go ahead I was gonna say I think there's a good chance the instigator of that is actually Echo. I mean, if he's he's insanely loyal to Rex, and we've seen that for the entire yeah. series of the Clone Wars, why is he not in Rebels? Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I'm a little worried. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think on the inciting bit too, I think that we'll have some politics here too because I think they're setting it up. You know, these two episodes we just saw, we've got Palpatine coming in at the end, which we'll get to, and saying what he says. I won't give it away. Um, and, you know, so we're going to have clones phasing out uh, probably quickly, um, perhaps, you know, as a political move at the end of the season, I think. And that's going to be where Cody and Crosshair come in. And it's going to be like, we got to get our clone brothers out. We got to do it now um, because there's been this political move to get rid of them. And that's my my prediction. I've always wondered Honestly. if it was like a, like a, a new kind of like a Order 66 moment where uh-huh. they're going to have them. Just like, all right, just eliminate him. I don't want to deal yep. with this anymore. Yep. Yeah. I I think that's probably going to happen at some mm-hmm. point where too many start questioning orders or leaving or whatever. And yep. they're like, all right. Yep. That's it. And maybe that's coming now that that bill has been passed to yeah. actually fund the stormtroopers. They'll yep. have the manpower to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My one question is we saw TKs in use in the season two episode with Cody and Crosshair when they were the yeah. first ones to come to that yeah. city and then they got overrun and they had to bring in clones to take them out. So they're in use. Granted, that was a mission set by Rampart. So maybe they're kind of only in use by him up to this point. But that was really odd to me that they're not supposed to be like even public knowledge. And yet yeah. some of them were deemed well enough for field use to go out and go to that city be part of that episode in the first place yeah i interpreted that as the 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 whole point of this bill is to officially phase out the clones and to replace them with a full-fledged stormtrooper unit yeah yeah whereas what and the idea being like a conscription and volunteer-based army versus a you know we know born and bred for this Mm -hmm. army yeah Mm -hmm. and though 
TKs we've already seen are like the first batch, the the, the test group, basically, to be like, okay, can we train at least you know these two hundred volunteers to perform at ninety percent of what we expect the basic clone to do? Yeah, perfect. That's our like you know demo yeah. group that it works. Yeah, yeah. Well, because even we saw conscripted um, people in Crosshairs Command last season, yeah. so we right. know that they're they're doing that to some capacity. Yeah, um, yeah. it's not whole thing yeah this was just a full get rid of the clones yeah. yes yep mm. yep um yeah i mean con continuing on with the episode they have uh we got the bad badge basically breaking into the ship uh uh trying their best to uh take out that file um they have to reroute the power in the ship turns it on and basically has every single force um within <laughs> the immediate area going crazy on the ship um, what, when that happens, they, uh, basically end up, uh, fighting their way. Um, but I, I thought, yeah, I, I did really like them. This is like a really cool set piece for animation wise. I thought having like this giant ship in comparison to all these troopers around, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, plus the battle scene was really cool. Super cool. It was so cool. <laughs> so what'd you guys think of the, the, the animation for this episode or these episodes in comparison to the other ones that we've had so far? Coruscant is always so beautiful in animation. Yeah. Yes. Their, their light yeah. rendering is just yeah. so much yeah. higher than it has and been. It's like they gave it a little bit of extra depth too when they're down in the underworld with more going on in the background of mm -hmm. like speeders and set dressing and stuff and signs instead of just like generic alien models walking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the but, animation models were great. The lighting was amazing. I thought the camera work was I mean it's it's an animated show. I'm not going to be like super critical, but there's a lot of camera A, camera B, especially in the discussion yeah. format, where I was really wanting, especially with the set pieces they had created. Out wide of, shots. Like, more like wide shots or interesting ways of conveying mm -hmm. these conversations. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. we have such giant scale in this episode, particularly. Yeah. I was like, mm, I, I, want a, I want a few more of these establishing shots. Mm -hmm. It would have been nice. But, you know, I did really enjoy uh, being back in Coruscant. That's been yeah. There are so many um, of the shots of the Senate building that just look live action to me. And I, I just, I love how far the animation has come. And I know we talk about it like on every episode that we talk about the bad batch, but it, it, it honestly is crazy to think about um, like about uh, of the journey that the animation has come from yeah. 2008 all the oh, way yeah. to where we are now Be, because there's so many shots in this season in particular that look live action. Like that's how, Great, it looks. Yeah. yeah, they they really nailed the 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 map painting Ralph McQuarrie lingering shot vibe on it. It looks fantastic, especially the the Coruscant establishing shot. I got that with the Venators, like how they were positioned. It was almost Renaissance and how it filled yeah. mm -hmm. the screen, and nothing had like empty space without a purpose, but yeah. everything had something in it, no matter where you looked. Or the the high altitude flyby of the clone barracks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I would have given for a top-down view of the Venator, like the trench they were working on all of them, like yeah. as that establishing shot, just showing a row of Venators, that would have been sick. I mm -hmm. wish we got that shot, but yeah. semantics. I liked how this episode is basically... Well, we've had other uh, moments in Star Wars where it's a race against time, but this is a race against time for something that's political. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a very... It, it's interesting to have that in Star Wars now. Um, also... Yeah, they basically end up getting the the chip. 
um it, within the the confines of the uh senator room we have everyone coming together to pull on a a, a vote um and then basically uh they end up getting the um information so um what did you think of the the scene of uh them all coming together for this uh, senator meeting i thought it was great it was cool. It was awfully convenient that the first thing that came up when they plugged it in was the hologram. Imagine if it had been like a vlog or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the info was never checked. We never saw it checked. Like they never yeah. vetted. We we yeah. know we got the right info here. She I just guess plugged it in and it worked perfect. We just trust that tech was on top of it per usual. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved seeing Echo just plug in to the mainframe mm. of the Venator and just take over all the cannons for point defense. Yeah. I, I forget oh, that he can do that. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where you're just like, all oh, right, droid arm. <laughs> I wonder what he's like, what, it, like, what he's like, if, does he see like a little HUD in his view? Like, what is it actually like? It's the matrix. To, yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the green filter comes over his vision. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He gets sunglasses projected in his own mind over it. Yeah. <laughs> I have um, a feeling that we'll see. I mean, I'm thinking the next time that we see him that he'll probably get an armor upgrade because he's leaving the bad batch. So I think he might change his armor up. I'm mm -hmm. just I'm just saying. But uh um, I, I would not be surprised yeah. if we saw him back yeah. in more traditional clone armor closer towards the end of the season. Mm -hmm. What I'd give him to have the handprint back on his chest. Yeah, yes. yeah, like, I want to see that. Dude, if they gave him the look from the concept art from the Bad Batch, yes. Oh. Or maybe even the armor from the end of season seven. Well, not yeah. the end of season seven, but the end of the arc in season seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, of of the blue and white one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, where it's all slightly inverted. The only Just thing I didn't blue. like about that one was the weird digging mohawk. Oh, I kind of dug that. I thought that was neat. I just I looked at that. And I was like, "That's gonna be a pain to wear." <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it looks cool. <laughs> that was an even thinner like visor slit than he has in this. Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Visibility. <laughs> never heard of her. No. Um. So then we get our big reveal of the emperor being there for this uh, this meeting. Shocking. <laughs> what would you guys think of the emperor being back i mean we we knew it was coming it's just like i'm like finally we get this uh this is one of my favorite parts it. of the episode not gonna yeah. lie yeah. i will i love that that ian mcdermott keeps coming back like he's he's, he, <laughs> he he's just like oh oh there's another role okay hang on one second and then he like you know just does yeah. his lines real quick yeah and i don't think that like the character ever left him I think he's like a hundred percent, like like of the emperor in the back of his brain, and when they're like, "All right, action," it snaps back on because of it's it's like he's, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, they're just like, "I am the Senate," and then it's like, "Oh, cool, cool. all right." I, th I think it was really great. One that it was Ian's voice because I think for most of Clone Wars, it's isn't it Matthew Wood doing an impression? No, no, um, it's not, um. There's this thing called Google. So I'm going to use it real quick. Um, uh, I can't think of his Palpatine name. Palpatine Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, at, uh, uh, at, at one point it was... Ian Abercrombie. Yes. Ian it, Aber right. It, 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 it was him, and then he passed away um, at the end of season five. And then season six it was... Nick Jameson. Tim Curry. There you go. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yes. And who's Nick Jameson? Mm. 
Did he also voice him at some point? I see Nick Jameson, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, voice of Sheev Palpatine. Maybe the movie? Yeah, I was just going to say Wait, that. Jack. Not the full name drop. Sheev Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just there's something about hearing the voice of the actual character. Wow. It's it's the same kind of reaction when it's like, oh, this is someone doing a like you know Darth Vader, you know James Earl Jones impression versus like in Rebels when you hear Darth Vader, yes. like oh they got James to come in and record, okay, yeah, and uh, and still people at first didn't think that was James Earl Jones coming back, and I'm like, no, no, that's, that's him, that's him, that's the voice. He recorded new lines. It was great. I freaked out. It was wonderful. Uh, and then Forrest. Uh, he also, um, Forrest Whitaker, Whitaker yeah. came back for for Saw, Saw and Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 awesome to have those voice actors come back. I'm so blown away that even Liam Neeson just you know she, she showed up into those lines. Yeah. Uh, for for season for season four and then season six, and you're just like, oh okay, like you know this amazing legendary actor just showed up and and was just and just did a whole arc about yoda Love samuel that. jackson voices mace Windu Him in, the, in the clone, wars, the clone movie. wars movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then for the rest of the show it's a different voice actor but in the movie you're like that is that's him yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah no i i love when they do that and i love that the actors also are fans of star wars and that's why they keep coming back mm-hmm. so that was really cool to hear his voice again yeah, I did like how uh, Rampart's little like I was just following orders, please. <laughs> yeah, he's screwed. Yeah, done. I, do you guys think that's the last we're gonna see him? Nah, no, they developed him too well. Yeah. I I think we'll see him again. I, I don't think he's we'll gonna be arrested, but right. then he's not gonna be drummed out on court martial. Yeah. I, I could see Palpatine doing both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being like either okay, done with you, you're out. Or he could be like, we just had to do that as a ploy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he played the game. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't know if, if, if when that was happening, and and Palpatine was just waiting for the moment, and then it was like, okay, here's my moment. Someone pressed the button, and then he just rises up, and he's like, <laughs> all right, listen up, and then it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Be, I, I, because he just, you know. Him just, always winning is always yeah, such a fun yeah. little mm-hmm. like gag. I'm like, yeah, they still got oh. <laughs> like, I, I mean, this is the guy that did construct the Clone Wars, and he was playing yeah. both sides. Like you, like have to think that he is always one step ahead. Yeah, right. yeah. I do want to touch on that a little bit. It's kind of it's sort of the end scene before the big thing that happens at the end. But the batch is talking about how, like, oh damn, we we fell for it again, and mm. there seemed to be like this feeling of guilt, like, geez, mm-hmm. did we just doom the yeah. whole clone army? And I, like, do you think that's going to play a role as we get farther in the season, and they're going to start to do more, like, let's let's save more clones because we did this? I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely think that the big thing that they're all feeling there at the end is that oh god moment because it's the we unleashed this monster yeah. that we were trying to cage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I uh I could I could definitely see um 
they were all happy for a second and then all of a sudden like their hearts all just sank as they were like oh man not again yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah i did like them just end up ending up being like oh we did all that effort for nothing okay um oops we get closer to the end of the episode and we have uh echo being like i'm out I'm gone. I'm gonna go where I'm needed right now. Okay. And, then, and he said it just like that too. He was like, "I'm out." Peace. Sayonara <laughs> later. Finger guns as he walks away. <laughs> ah. Um. So, what do you think about his uh, mini exit? Um. um I'm not gonna lie. Like, I probably get more emotional about Clone Wars than most people. That scene had me tearing up for I was, sure. I was Dave Filoni. Up. I don't know why you're surprised. I'm, I'm I not really surprised. I like. I am not surprised at all about how it makes me feel. Just other people might be surprised that I get that emotional. <laughs> about no, dude, no. Same. I was with you that first time that you saw the Falcon, and and I was not yep. shocked that you had that that reaction <laughs> yeah. too. I was there the next yeah. time you saw the Falcon. Yeah, same, same thing happened. <laughs> same thing happened. I want to be there the third time you see the Falcon, so I'm excited to see what yep. you do for that. Well, crazy. Oh, I see it every day. Don't uh, worry. Yeah, yeah. Every single um, come on. <laughs> yeah, rub it in. Yeah, you <laughs> work there. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, it's like if Echo's gonna be anywhere. Like, if he belongs anywhere other than with the batch, it's with Rex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that made me happy, and it was, like, a bittersweet thing because of that. Yeah. Since the start of the season, he's been saying, we need to do more for the yeah. clones. So yeah. they were setting yeah. us even season one. It's been a long time coming for him to do this. Yeah. Uh, and also, yeah. I'll make fun of camera A, camera B conversations for ages, but we got a shot of Echo's helmet padding. Yes. And focused on yes, Omega. I saw that. And it was, like, beautiful, like, leather panels. And then yeah. just the slit visor. No, did you see? Okay, so in the DC Star Wars Complete Visual Dictionary, they have a cross section of a Stormtrooper helmet in there, and they dressed out the whole inside and have all these details and stuff. And there was details directly pulled from that. There's these little, like, they almost look like a little, they kind of look like a little camera lens or like a little uh, binocular Mm-hmm. lens things that mm-hmm. sit right in front of the eyes and you can't actually see out of the lens and echo's helmet had the same thing in there oh, as cool. well as like a bunch That's of other sick. similar details it reminded me of the like boba fett slash dinjar and padding that everyone sells as like canon accurate yeah. or whatever and has all oh, those right. like leather squarish triangular panels yeah. well so the that is based off of padding that master replicas put That's in right. their 0.45 scale helmets Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like 2007 or whatever, and at least the stormtrooper one and a lot of the details in the clone as well are very similar to what's in that that DK um, visual guide. And mm-hmm. I don't, I forget which one came first. I think it was the visual guide. Okay. Yeah, I mean, closing off the episode, we just you have that lingering shot of uh, Omega and the um, little stuffed toy. I was like. Ooh, <laughs> but I, I was like, mm, "What a way to end the episode!" Somber, sad moment, but right uh, in the pain receptors and the, the fate of our our the galaxy as we know it. In the the bad batches on the uh, the big turn, so yeah. I mean, I'm very curious to see what will happen next episode. Are they? Do you guys think that they will try and fill the void of Echo being gone, and they will, you know, maybe try and you know introduce a new character? 
Uh, so it's like, oh, hey, or do you think it will just be like the four of them now? We will get to that Avengers team up moment in the last two episodes, and then Echo will, you know, just be in this full out new like designed armor, and and then they'll be like, oh my gosh, she's back, mm-hmm. and then someone else dies, which it might be Echo, which is really yeah. sad, but yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I think is going to happen. Because I mean, just just I just, just save it for the finale, man. Just save it for the finale. Hunter, the more we cry now is not going to stop us from crying more. During the I know, I know. <laughs> I might take the day off work for the finale, dude. For real. <laughs> I yeah. Wish. No man. So, yeah. any uh, main closing thoughts that we have on the end of our uh, mid our mid season finale of these two episodes, and uh, anything that you guys think that we're going to see moving forward into our next episode i've got three two serious and one lighthearted. okay and i'll start with the two serious ones um one i think we're going to see an increase of like the the political side of this Mm -hmm. because it's like important like you know what the defining trait of leia is that she's a politician defining trait of bail is a politician that's going to play i think more of a story leading into it where a lot of the rebellion is political to begin with not just shooting second i think we're gonna see like this is the build-up for everyone's you know big dream finale of all the clones rising up in a massive clone rebellion which i really hope we see (laughs) and then my light-hearted one is i am very annoyed at wrecker for having another costume at the start of the episode (laughs) i noticed that and i was like "Mm." He's Christian got four sets of armor. <laughs> I didn't think they had that much room for storage on the ship. So, so every time I see them do a costume change, I'm just like, is is there like a hidden costume? Is there like a <laughs> hidden costume compartment somewhere in the ship where they press a button and the costumes come up or they something? Have a TARDIS closet. I think it's yeah. like a bus. They got like those panels on the underside where it's just yeah. all for cargo. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like. B- by the end of the show, like they have so many costumes that, that they actually have to attach a trailer to the ship, and then it just <laughs> follows them like through hyperspace, like in the new Lego Star Wars game when you're, you know, shipping cargo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a big ship. Why is it so cramped? Oh, it's all costume storage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but th- th- those are my three points. I got two. I got one serious and one lighthearted. The serious is just commandos. I think we're going to see more of them. I see them, see more of them with TKs as well. I think they're going to be a big part of that progression. And obviously, I, I can't help but hope for Delta, especially Fixer, since we only saw his outline in the Clone Wars show ever. Yeah. And then two promotional pictures. So seeing a green commando would... I lose my mind. Uh, and the lighthearted, they... On the exterior of a Venator Star Destroyer, they just pried off a little panel to some wires and slid it back into place. Like that thing is spacefaring. <laughs> they just like fuck. Let's just set it back on. That's it. That was. I was just like, really. Only <laughs> it, the it interior. Only the interior hull has to be airtight, Josh. <laughs> well, well. So, 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 Josh. There's also a mistake that you're making is that you're trying to put logic into Star Wars. And- <laughs> Good point. And you just can't do that, man. Like you just can't. Like it's just, it's real life. And then there's Star Wars. It's it, it's just like when when people were talking about the bombs going into the into oh, the juggernaut and and, and, and the last jedi but th- but bro there's no <laughs> gravity <laughs> there's no like like you just can't put logic into it like it's just yeah i'm sorry i just yeah 
So those were our closing thoughts on the episode. Yeah. Well, I think mine were, um, I really liked having Echo leave, actually. I thought that was really interesting. Oh, because... breaking no, news. No, I did. Star hates cause... Echo. No, I'm just kidding. That's right. Um, <laughs> wow. How did you know? Surprise. <laughs> I, I actually don't even like clones. Um, you know, I, I really like that because when he says, like, at the in season seven, he talks about, like, where, like going where he belongs or where he's yeah. needed. And having that be the batch, mm-hmm. and then seeing him be like, no, I like not that he doesn't belong with the batch, but that like at this moment he belongs with Rex. I think that was a really cool like five oh first moment, and having like the clone theme play really made my really yeah. pulled at my heartstrings, and I was like, yeah, it's like five oh first. So uh, I really like that. I think um, I'm really hoping for an episode about Echo and Rex in the next couple. Yes, episodes that really cool. Like we've split them up, so like. Who's to say we're not going to get, I don't know, even like a Crosshair Echo Rex episode, Cody, Cody. you know, you know, just because we split them up doesn't mean we won't see Echo until the end. It Mm -hmm. could just mean we're going to see that split up. I really love that. Um, Mm -hmm. I could see them doing a recruiting episode of uh, of where it's just like Avengers Endgame where they have to go and like recruit the different Avengers and it ends up being, you know, Echo and Rex and and they're going out and they're like, hey, I'm calling it a favor. And and then the Commander Wolf's like, I'm in. And then and there's Gregor and he's (laughs) my axe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it just gets to that point. I could definitely see them doing that. And then the mall just leading it up to the summit episode because mm-hmm. and during that episode i got a feeling that there's just going to be you know some of the you know main clones that we've known and loved over the years that are just not gonna make it and it's gonna you know make hunter cry and it's 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 yeah it happens man yeah so <laughs> it's but it, it honestly will will, will will make everyone very very sad because you have to think about that we've been following echo's journey since mm-hmm. season one of the clone wars yeah and yeah since and five right mm-hmm. and yeah. then we're like oh he's 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 done he like died during you know season five i think and then he came back and we were like holy ho- like w- like what's going on and he's still going on so if they did take echo out that would be you know a very sad thing but yeah, i okay. think that would also be a good um uh way to unite all of the clones and maybe that would be like the real start of the clone rebellion like someone perishing would be the moment that would unite everyone kind of like how harrison ford wanted han solo to die during clone war i mean not not die during clone wars, clone wars. because he wasn't in clone wars during the original trilogy be um uh because he wanted the character to you night all of the other characters in a way and i think that's what echo might be for not just the bad batch but for all clones hey the last domino has to fall eventually oh wow josh corner now yeah oh wow, man wow bro just say wow he's in the corner <laughs> oh man Jeez. wow okay <laughs> Uh, well, on any, any uh, <laughs> Star Wars news that we have? Yes, uh, there is this new trailer. Uh, I mean, not trailer. Um, uh, actual mm-hmm. gameplay of uh, of Jedi Survivor. I'll pull it up real quick. Um, Since we have the delay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have to go and like do a full breakdown of it. I think the the main thing we have a a whole new planet. That new planet has a uh, Luker Hulk on it um 
And we're getting more and more uh, battle droids played out in this uh, sequence. We have a whole new planet as well. So I'm very, very excited to see what we go with them with this. Yeah. Also, one um, thing that I was just like absolutely excited about, and I was like, thank you for doing this. A lot of the times with sequels, we get the person completely not understanding like where they came from from the beginning. Like they lose all their abilities, all their power. Like I was super worried that they'd be like, all right, he doesn't know how to use his lightsaber anymore the same way as he did in the last game. But everything that they show uh, in this uh, uh, full-on like little trailer, I was like, oh, wow, yeah. he knows how to do everything still. And this is the beginning of the game from what they've said. Yeah. Um, for So I know that Josh and I are excited. Everyone else here, are we planning on playing it at some point? Did we already pre-order it? At I some point. pre-orders. I need to buy a new console as well. And yes, right do. now I'm <laughs> dumping all my spare money into droids and armor. So. No way. Really? Shocking. You? <laughs> what? What? No. He wouldn't do that. Slave to the cosplay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, no, uh, that, I mean, there was really not that much to, you know, break down from that gameplay, um, except the uh, tragic, um feeling uh for a lot of people that the game got delayed until april 28th which march was march was supposed to be be the big month for star wars man now it's just two star wars projects i'm sour about it i shouldn't be but i am uh but (laughs) but uh but yeah no uh that is really everything uh for this week uh in um and 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 the world of star wars uh i i know that we're slowly approaching Star celebration, and they're you know dropping a bunch of uh, um, of the people th- that will be there. Uh, not Josh, but the other Josh and I will be there, uh, and we are. Um, super- <laughs> I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> don't worry. It just hurts a little bit. Yeah, I know, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, that's slowly approaching. We're super pumped for that. Uh, yeah this is the this year is just the gift that keeps on giving because there's so much star wars content happening this year and we're getting the bad batch all the way until march 29th yes. uh, and that will cross over um mando with the with episodes of mando season three dropping very very excited for that one mm-hmm. uh yeah so i mean do we from, have everyone's tags for this one uh I mean, you have caps uh, instagram cap where can we find you you can find me on Instagram. At I'm the Captain Five Hundred One. Okay. All one. Josh. Josh. Uh, cloning underscore around. All right. It's, it's, it's on there. His one is on there. I was like, nice. I didn't know. <laughs> it's on so, wait. Well, so j- this is a podcast, so not everyone's going to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. you know, watch. That's because true. Because you have That's to listen. True. Yeah. So, so I'm at clone underscore around on Instagram. Uh, if I post, it's a lucky day. But uh, aside from that, yeah, that's where I am. And then for uh, for Hunter, Christian, and Star, you can follow them at Jake underscore I underscore Hunter. Uh, And then you can uh, follow Christian at Kenobin underscore around. And then for Star, Star, just make a little comment. Uh, Hunter, I think I spelt it right this time, right? Yes. Cool. Wow. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> we did it. Yay. Yay. 
and uh and then uh you can follow uh you can go um to our patreon we're on there uh for instagram it's at star stuff podcast we post a bunch of uh uh awesome content characters of the week stuff like that uh and then we're also on twitter at stuff pod we're also on tiktok story stuff podcast where and then we also have our own website where you can find you know all of our links to to almost everything that's related to the podcast we're on facebook as well star stuff group or star stuff podcast page please go on on apple on apple podcast and give us a review we love hearing from you guys uh again once again everyone we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you so thank you so much for listening we're so um we are so lucky and and honored to you know just be nerds and be able to talk about this <laughs> it's so much fun and from all of our uh people that are on here as guests thank you so much for not what you just do for the podcast but just all together for the costume community of just going to instagram and scrolling down and and just even seeing uh a weird uh photo of hunter being bosk and just holding that thing of christmas cookies it's like okay cool awesome <laughs> and 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 it's, it's it's just it's such it's so cool that we can turn um you know this fandom uh into not just a hobby but into you know a lifestyle and i think you know uh, everyone in this group does it in such a tasteful and awesome way so thank you so much for everything that you guys do uh from all of us from the star stuff podcast May the force be with you always.